Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host and fellow stand-up comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing? I'm all right, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> You've always said that since I've known you, and I it's fun because sometimes you say it with a very sad tone, which... Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. It's just, I'm going to live forever. Yeah that's, yeah, that's someone who has, they've lived too long with immortality, <laughs> 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 that they can't handle it anymore. Um before we uh, get into just talking, I wanted to uh, some stuff that uh, people have commented on things or sent us. Uh, first off, this is just a check-in on one of the stories that you told in the first episode. I don't know if you saw these Instagram comments. This is clearly one of the people that lived in the animal house with you. Uh, oh, what? Yeah, I, yeah. the user uh, uh, Spammy Spam. Uh, but first, they, they said, uh, awesome first show. I'm still mentally scarred about living in that house with those cats. The mystery animal was a rabbit, by the way. So way to not, 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 not know what the fuck a rabbit is, Josh. <laughs> Look, when a rabbit is sitting next to a chinchilla, they're basically the same thing to me. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and then later, further down, they also commented, oh, yeah, uh, Sam reminded me there was also a hedgehog in the house, and we had a third ferret by the time we moved out. So I didn't know about the there third was, ferret. There was, and a hedgehog. There was even more animals than you had. <laughs> I, by the way, I want to note to user Spammy Spam, thank you for, because it has been haunting me since we recorded that, what the mystery animal might be. It has been bothering me. <laughs> I've, I kind of forgot about it after we recorded, and then when I did the edit, I was just like, what do you mean there's an animal you don't even know what it was? So thank you for for me, personally, thank you for clearing up that mystery. I mean, to be clear, I was in his room maybe three times the entire time that I lived there, and I saw those animals maybe so once. Did he have three ferrets, a hedgehog, and a rabbit, and a chinchilla all in one room? No, ferrets were in a different room. So those different, so different then, people own. So th- whoever this is clearly was maybe part of the couple that owned the ferrets. Yeah. Okay. And then the other like hedgehog, rabbit, all that stuff owned by the same person. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That's good to know. I just like having the check in. It's like I I like knowing <laughs> what was really going on in that house. Uh, <laughs> I also want to uh, read a couple. We got a couple of five star reviews here on uh, Apple Podcasts. I want to read. Uh, user uh, AshcatXOXO says, uh, "Hilarious! Josh Johnson's comedy is hilarious, and this podcast is such a great idea. I can't wait for more." Thank you, Ashcat, for uh, for that review. And then that's so very kind. And then we also have a review from Parker Spear. Uh, uh, Straight to the funny bone is what it's called. Josh has always had a link directly to my funny bone. Uh, this show is uh, sure to bring a laugh and some great time spent listening to one of the funniest guys around. Also, the co-host isn't half bad. Jeez. I, I mean, all you need to know is that that wasn't me no, I don't. going undercover and posting a five-star review of my own podcast. As long as not half bad means at least half good. Like, I'm worried half bad means not because he's full bad. Like, you know? <laughs> Uh, but then also they uh, they close out. Uh, but thank you, Parker Sphere, for uh, reviewing. And they close out with, "Hey, Josh, if you read these, tell the lettuce story." What's the lettuce story? Do you know? They also mentioned further up that uh, they they spent time with you in college. They were in college with you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh that that's. <laughs> okay. 
Is this personally embarrassing for you? A little bit, yeah. Okay, good. So I'm, I, I may, I'm, I may not do this one this week. I may have to figure <laughs> out how to do it. You know what? You know we what? Can I'll te- do? We can tease. We can say we'll tell the lettuce story another time. I so that is an insane story. I'm not going to tell it this time, but I will tell it eventually. <laughs> All right, I promise. So Parker, just want you to know, Josh is a coward. Uh, <laughs> I um, here's another thing I want to uh, toss it to you. See what you think about this as we get into the show. Now, uh, did you? This will be old news by the time this comes out. It'll, the story will be like a week old at least. But uh, do you see what the Washington Redskins are going to call their team this season? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. The I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. This feels insane. This feels like whoever picks the Washington's names doesn't not know any slight slurs. <laughs> Every, you, everything they were pitching in the room, everyone's like, "Oh God, no!" You have all the words in the English language, and you couldn't put one of them in, bef- in before Washington. <laughs> That's crazy. You couldn't put it before Washington, after Washington. Yeah. You, you you actually have options. You have double yeah. the amount of options because you have all the words in the English language and you could put them yeah. before Washington or after Washington most, and you still couldn't come up with anything. Most nouns would have done. Like, yeah, there's a few that are offensive. You did one of those yeah. for a while. Yeah. But there's a lot there, of other not slurs you could have chose. There are so many more hundred thousand words you can say than words you can't. <laughs> That's why it's so daunting. Yeah. Can I tell you why I love it, though? What? I know it's only going to be a one-season team name. I think it'd be great if they stuck with it. But uh, So I'm sure they're probably not going to sell much merch. But I do love the idea of buying a T-shirt that just says football team on it. That, like, says it, that says it totally unironically, you know? And you know it's them because it's red. It's like exactly. it's, it's got the colors. It's like well, that wa- it's Washington. If it was blue, yeah, it would be Michigan. Cause, but because well, it seems like because you know if you saw someone just wear before this, if you'd seen someone in a shirt that said just football team on it, you would assume mm-hmm. they were someone mocking the you know people who are just like oh you're gonna watch the sports ball match you know people like that who like to mock yeah f- fandom yeah. of sports. But yeah. now you can have people wearing a shirt unironically that says football team <laughs> and that i don't know that that brings me a lot of joy i know it probably won't happen they're probably not going to put out a bunch of football team merch um, yeah it would be great if they did and just do it in like the blandest font ever. doing like comic sans <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> just make such a bad looking shirt it says football team hats that just say fb on it <laughs> and then people are like facebook <laughs> Man, I I have seen a lot of uh, seen a lot of old men fights in my day. <laughs> yeah, seen a lot of just old men going at it, and it it's amazing to me too. <laughs> I'm glad you said fights before that because that seen a lot yeah, of old men yeah, go right? at it. <laughs> there, the funniest thing to me about when old men get ready to fight, especially old black men. Old black men before they fight always sound like they're about to tear into a piece of pie. <laughs> they're always like, mmm, mmm, you about to get it. Mmm. Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. You have messed up now. You done, you done messed up now. Because I'm going to get, you, you You think you been beat before. Ooh, ooh, you going to get beat. Ooh, you going to get beat. I'm going I'm to take this fist. I'm going to take these hands. I'm going to put them all over you. You know what I mean? I'm going put to it, put it on the oven on 450. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's insane. Like the the things that get said before the fight breaks out. Oh, ho, ho, ho. these hands are like hot potatoes. Like, <laughs> uh, there was one that I watched one time. I was actually with my buddy uh, Donovan. We were in college, and he and I noticed these two old men arguing outside of a gas station about which one of them was gonna go try to get the number of the cashier and the cashier was this young beautiful woman that would have never they were basically just arguing over which one of them was going to go in there and get rejected a young beautiful woman who's just trying to get through her day (laughs) yeah just trying just trying to live her life and you got these two old dudes outside like nah, i saw her first it's like you know you didn't see her first because you can't see all right, you got you you blind as a bat. You didn't see nothing first. All right, if anything, you just want her because I described her to you because I saw her first. And I'm so good with words that I'm so good I'm with a picture I'm a, for you because I'm a poet. Because I'm a poet, <laughs> and you you already you already know this. Because I'm a poet, I I I didn't pumped her all up, and now you want her. But let me let me tell you something. All right, you're not going to get her just because you want her, all right? You got a wife at home. I ain't got nobody. I ain't got nobody. So I'm going to go in there. I'm going to ask that young lady for a number, all right? And then when I get home, I'm going to wait till she get home. I'm going to call her because they don't, they don't have cell phones. There's no way <laughs> that either one of these old black men have cell phones. And then the, then they got into it over it. It's like, if you... you, you <laughs> Dude was like, uh, let me tell you right now, you walk you walk in there, you you walk in there, you ain't walking out alive. Alright. <laughs> and then the other dude goes, now is that a threat? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty explicitly. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty positive. It could be any more threatening that you're not gonna walk out alive. It would be hard for him to be more clear. <laughs> right? And then I, what I, the other thing I like about when old men fight is that they 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 are so confident in what they can do that they tell you everything they're gonna do before the fight starts. Because then the guy was like, guy was like, yeah, I ain't walking out here alive. And then the other guy was like, no, is that is that a threat? <laughs> and that same guy was like, no, nah, no, nah, because what's gonna happen is you're gonna go in there. I'm gonna go in after you. All right, I'm already gonna be behind you. So that's a chokehold right there. All right, that's a chokehold, and I got you in a chokehold. Now I'm gonna kick that cane from under you. All right, and we we both know what happens. That's your third leg. All right, if I kick that cane from under you, you ain't coming back up. <laughs> and the guy was like, <laughs> was like, all right, so you gonna okay, so you gonna kick the cane, so you gonna kick the cane off me. Okay, so you go. That's what you think you gonna do, because that's the other thing that old black dudes like. They like to repeat. What you just said while they think of something to say. Right. Oh, okay. So you're just gonna kick the cane from under me. So so the cane gonna kick from under me is what you say. Okay, so you're gonna kick the cane from under me. Well then I'ma come back, all right, and before I fall, I'm gonna bring your glasses with me. So I'll be on the ground, but you'll be blind. All right. Now who you think she gonna help first? You think she's gonna help a man on the ground first or a blind man first? Ain't nobody wanna be around your blind ass. 
it's 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 yeah, like a pre walkthrough of the of what the fight might be. It's like when you see little yeah. kids play; they're just like boom, boom, boom. I got you. Just like not nah, a force field. These are force field destroying bullets. Like it's like that. But hundred percent, hundred percent. Because then they both never went in. Like as long as as long as we were watching them, they were not going in or touching each other. Mm-hmm. So it never even oh, yeah. materialized into a fight. Yeah. Well, it's because they just got to play the 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 head game that was the preamble. They, they yeah, it got yeah. solved. It got solved in that game of chess that they they no longer had to go, and no longer had to fight. And I'll tell you also, I've seen one where it always cracks me up, where people are like arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw these two old black guys get into it. This is in my neighborhood back in like Alexandria, Louisiana. And they got into it, and one of them knocked the other one down. And then, <laughs> so he and he was a little bit more spry than the other guy. Mm-hmm. Like, they're clearly the same age, or at least around, but the, he was, like, more spry than the other guy. So he yeah. popped him on the chin. Dude fell, right? Uh-huh. As soon as the dude fell, the old man was like, oh, Lord, Lars, you all right? <laughs> like, I think he genuinely <laughs> thought it would be a fight. <laughs> And so when his friend just went down, he didn't see it coming. Said, oh, Lord, Lawrence, you, 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 you okay? Lawrence, Lord, Lawrence, can you I, hear I me? thought it was going to take more than that. Just describing how hurt he is. Lawrence, Lawrence, why are you holding your knee and your back? Lawrence, Lawrence, what happened? Lawrence, I only hit you once. You ain't hurt. Get up. Come on. You ain't hurt. Why are you acting asleep? Wake up. <laughs> I remember in uh, in Chicago back when we lived there. Ever seeing uh, kids doing that thing I was talking about, like the you know bang bang bang. I'd use these type of bullets, this type of force, blah blah. They were doing that back and forth, but every sentence ended with motherfucker, and it was one of my favorite things. <laughs> it was just kids just shouting at each other in street corner, just like bang bang. I got you, motherfucker. I got a shield, motherfucker. And it was just it was just that it was and it was all super like. You know that that uh, that super uh, you know high concept kid stuff of fire bullets and whatever. But yeah. every sentence from every kid ended in motherfucker, and it just made it so, so it made it so good. Can I tell you there was one kid that I knew in junior high, and he <laughs> he would always try to get at you with like a quick roast. Like a like a hardcore mm-hmm. roast off of nothing. Like you didn't do anything to this kid. Yeah. And so there was one time where this this other like tall kid dunked on him like legit fully, and we were all freaking out because it's rare that you are in junior high and you see a kid that can that can really yeah. dunk right. And so this kid dunks on, and I mean this kid may have been held back. I have no idea why he was that tall, but <laughs> dunks on him, and then and then. He goes up to the kid that dunked on me. and was like, "That's good hustle. That's 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 a good hustle. I mean, it's not gonna bring your parents back together, but that's a good <laughs> hustle. That's right. That's I mean, that's good. That's good. Like, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad that through that through their breakup, through them not being able to make it work, that you could go ahead and like get your jump shot up. Mm. That's how. That's and how we like, get when we play air hockey. That's how. yeah. But when we <laughs> this is the thing about for for anyone listening. When Logan and I play air hockey, it's ugly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it just gets ugly because that's the way it looks when Logan loses. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. 
I think the last two times we played, I've skunked you, but that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Really? Yeah. You skunked me. Well, the last time the last time we did play, I did ruin you, but I will put an asterisk next to that one because that was where it had that nasty glare on the. Remember when we were at um, uh, headquarters? Oh yeah, I remember that because because I beat was so I, funny too. I, I beat you like twelve games in a row, just like skunked you, and I was just like, and and then because you didn't say anything about it till the very end, you're just like, man, I can't even see where the puck is because the the bad glare. So I thought for sure you were just making shit up, be like, all right, yeah. And then I played on the other side against someone else, and I was like, oh yeah, you can't. Why didn't you say anything earlier? You can't fucking see. The- because in my mind, it was more fun and for me to, more of a to go the high to just, to just try to beat you than it would have been for us to taking take turns being blown out True. by each other, yeah. you know, because it was like, OK, if we switch sides now, I'm just going to destroy mm-hmm. you, not just because of my natural yeah. skill, but because of the glare. Yeah. And but it wasn't worth it. Yeah. But we've gone on the road like it's not just that. Oh, if there's air hockey around, we'll play and we'll get competitive we've been in towns we've never been to before and we have either googled places we've done we've done a lot of research try to find if a place has an air hockey table we have also been on the road and you have called multiple (laughs) establishments like after a show or while we're eating just being like hey do you have air hockey and i can hear them on the other line being like no and you're like okay thanks so much the nose you get from arcades when you ask if they have air hockey are so disrespectful because you are an arcade. So it's not that crazy of a question. It's not the but crazy the question. nose that I got were exhausted. Well, you can also tell they weren't ex- like who calls an arcade. Like you can also tell they ain't expecting calls at all. <laughs> you guys still got Galaga? Like no. Like no one really calls arcades. But this really I mean, came yeah. from us just playing. It was, I can't remember where we were, but it remember it was the hotel where they just happened to have one, like in the the game room downstairs, and we spent yeah. a lot of cash. We got so to sweaty color, to color the experience. Uh, basically, we had done a college that was in, I believe it was Ohio, because it was one of the longer runs, because that's what right. started the whole, the whole looking for air hockey tables and everything, and we were in this hotel and the hotel was fine. It was not, it was not bad, but it also wasn't nice. And I passed by the like fitness center and there wasn't much in there. There was like the treadmill and then there was a couple of weights and then one exercise ball. So it was like obviously a C level effort and everything, but then there was a game room. (laughs) Yeah. You could, you could wear yourself out in there and, then across from it was a game room. And so when I look in the game room, there was legit nothing in there except an air hockey table. A um, what, was, what was that other thing? There was one other thing. It, and I remember that some, being like, why are you even calling it a game room? Well, it was some they had like a cabinet there that was like a shooting game, but it didn't work. Like the guns yeah. were broken. And then I want to say they had maybe a claw machine or like a pull tab thing or something. I think a claw yeah. machine, like a shitty claw machine. So they had a claw machine, air hockey, and then a shooter game and it was a that small didn't room. work. And it was a small room, too. It was not a big room. Not only was it a small room, there was two pretty important-looking wires just hanging out of the ceiling. And, and that stuck with me because I was like, I either 
a TV used to be mounted on the wall and it was hooked up to that, or wires just <laughs> fell out and nobody put them back. I forgot about that. And so then, it was behind you, wasn't it? Like the whole yeah, time, the yeah. So I'm the whole time I'm playing. I'm also trying to not touch the wire. <laughs> That's the last thing I need is to is to beat you at air hockey and immediately get electrocuted <laughs> from behind. Put your hands up in, in success and then just right. Just see the lights flicker. Oh. So so then I went to the front desk and I, you know I asked for some quarters and everything. And we played a five dollar game, and this was this was a dollar to play. Mm-hmm. This is only a buck, and then we went through five dollars in no time, like in, in fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, whatever. Yeah. And then we went back, and I put down to twenty, and the guy was like, "Are you sure you want that many quarters?" <laughs> and I've never seen someone. I've 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 worked in places, and I've been to arcades and other places where you have teenagers who just don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. This was a grown man who was like, "Are you seriously right. going to make me count this many quarters at midnight to play air hockey as grown to play ups. air hockey?" And then the, we must have looked so disheveled the second time we came because we started sweating immediately because it was cold in Ohio. So then we were playing in our sweatshirts and stuff. So then we're burning up playing this air hockey. We like honestly, they they probably thought we were just going in that game room and full on just starting our own fight club between the two of yeah. us because how disheveled we looked didn't make any sense that we were standing in one yeah. place only using one or, arm or we're just trying to sweat out the molly we took earlier in the night or something <laughs> doesn't air hockey just feel good <laughs> like all that all that air on your hand <laughs> and so then the guy counts out the quarters for us and is so I've rarely felt more judged than when he handed over those $20 of quarters because he knew we were going to use them all. Yeah, and we did. And not only did we, I think we both hurt our arm. <laughs> like, I remember I genuinely hurt my elbow and my wrist. I had a cramp. And then I think you did something to your rotator cuff. Well, it was my, yeah, my shoulder was real stiff, like, the next morning. Because you just leaned over, just lunging your arm a lot. Come to find out, we're playing completely wrong. That's the thing. I was going to bring that up next. Josh then goes deep in researching (laughs) air hockey. Not only finds out the proper way to hold the puck, the strategy you should use, and then was it? It wasn't that night, but it was the next time we were on the road together. We watched a a full documentary about professional air hockey players. In like the late 80s or something like that? Oh, bro, this was the 90s. And I still remember to this day, Rise of the Young Wolf. <laughs> That's the name of the documentary because I found this we'll out later. We'll have to post that somewhere. We'll have to find that video and share it. Dude, I found out later that the entire reason that ESPN made a document, it's not like a 30 for 30. It is just like a quick snippet, 20-minute well, thing. Well, it was, just, it was on just in the 90s. It was it was yeah. aired then. This wasn't like some sort of, oh, back in the 90s, this happened. This was a, a legit TV feature when the yeah. professional air hockey league was first taken off. And it's a it's like their big championship, and it is not a full room. What's so insane about this and I think it will help give some insight to 
Will where it? everyone's head was at. Yeah, because <laughs> it's 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 so dumb, but it's almost interesting. In the nineties, there show. was yeah, right. <laughs> In the 90s, uh, more air hockey tables were selling than ping pong tables or table tennis tables, whatever you want to call it. I love that you and know so, that stat. dude, no, but this is this is where it gets crazy. Yeah. So more air hockey tables were selling than table tennis tables, mm-hmm. and as a result, people thought that air hockey was going to be in the Olympics. They thought, so everything that we think of as normal about table tennis now, people made a bet in the 90s that it would be air hockey, and they lost. <laughs> because it, it took it, it genuinely took a lot for table tennis to get into the Olympics and to get taken as seriously as it's taken because it just, it unless you're watching people who are very good at it, it looks goofy. And until you're watching this thing where they're having 10-foot, rallies away from the table yeah you you don't you don't appreciate how much skill and how much um sportsmanship there is in in table tennis and they made a big bet and it did not pay off yeah like air hockey quickly dwindled in popularity table tennis took over table tennis got into all of these competitions the love of table tennis grew and i think that it's also because Air hockey wasn't as international. Well, you know what else happened in the early nineties? Forrest Gump came out. And he's a ping wow. pong he's a ping pong champion. Never that. put that together. I yeah. just I just this moment put that together. Maybe that was the <laughs> the nail if in the coffin Forrest Gump of professional had played air hockey. Air hockey mm. That'd be the one. Those guys would be so rich right now because the guys were good. They were good. Young Wolf. Well, they were doing like they I don't even know how to explain it just in words without just showing the video. But like they they zigzag and do like formations with their like they they like they dribble the puck basically a bunch of fancy ways to try to throw off their opponent and then just launch it. There's very little like hitting it back and forth a lot. It's a yeah. lot of dancing around with it and trying to like, like peacocking, I guess, and then trying to it's insane. But it's I do, truly insane. It is. But I do. St- I still play though. The way we found out, like anytime I play, because you shouldn't. Hold, and you probably demolish people. I do uh, pretty good because you, you don't. You don't want to hold the top knob of it. You want to actually put your fingers on the back of it and just kind of scoot it around with your front fingers. And you actually want to play away from the goal. As you started describing, you got bored. That's how, fair. Yeah, how to play. <laughs> that's when I realized what we must sound like to people. I was so interested in what I was saying all the way up until you started describing how to play. And I was like, not only can people not see us, but well, anyone who respected us before this. Well, Josh, to be fair, the co-host is not half bad. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm bringing to the table. So, <laughs> Hey, I appreciate it. So we were talking about old men fighting and there was... There were a couple times that I would go for walks when I lived in Shreveport in college. Did us playing air hockey re-remind you of old men fighting? Yeah, yeah, because that's what we look like when we play air (laughs) hockey. We look like two old, deranged men. We do. You know what? To call back to, we do call out what's going to happen. We do always say, like, I'm going to go this way. You're going to, I'm going to juke you and it's going to go in. Yeah, you're going to try to shimmy to me to the left. I'm going to do a bank shot to the right. <laughs> oh, shit. We've done that exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. We're, no. we're old men fighting. 
Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's that's what the podcast should be called. Um, <laughs> that's what most podcasts should be called. Yeah, that's fair. So I saw this old guy when I was on a walk, and he was seemingly sort of minding his own business. But then another old man walked up and grabbed the his shoulder and whipped him around. So he grabbed him by the back of his shoulder and whipped him around. And the guy was like, do you think you'll get away with this? <laughs> Which is already like, okay, I'm in. It's like, like, it's I so was, intriguing. What yeah. It could be anything. I was on a free walk and now I'm watching a free movie. <laughs> and... And so the guy was like, I'll do what I want when I want. It's my life. And so now I'm like, is this other old guy your dad? Or what What? What are you guys going through now that mm-hmm. those are the two senses you say to each other, right? Yeah, is this just some weird Shakespeare in the Park shit? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Because it is, it, they're, they're not being quiet, but they're not screaming at each other. Like if I wasn't passing them they're just, closely, they're projecting. I wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, if I wasn't passing them closely, I wouldn't have heard them. And... The other guy was like, you think, you know what, you think, you think you can do anything you want and I'm going to do you a favor, which is a a saying I've heard a lot by black people. I'm going to do you a favor and I'm going to whoop your ass. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's the guy who grabbed him. Right. Mm -hmm. So now the guy who got grabbed, who whipped around, who was like, it's my life. I'll do what I want. Everything. Still no explanation what was really happening or how they got into this fight. Right. This dude leans his leg a little bit to the right and pops, like, pops his shoe off. And that's when I see he's got a prosthetic leg. And so then he, he pops the shoe off. I can see that the prosthetic leg. And I'm not that close, but it looks wooden. It doesn't look like some, like... Up, up to date tech or anything, anything right. state of the art. Looks like a wooden leg that okay. he has, and he plants the peg behind him and takes a stance, as much of a stance as he can take, and just goes, "Well, come on." <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And then the other guy goes in to hit him, and truly, like of movie proportions. This dude whips his peg leg around and pretty much question mark kicks this dude in the head. (laughs) If you've never seen a question mark kick, it's when someone makes it look like they're going to kick you in the mix section. And then at the last second, their leg, their leg goes a little bit higher and it kicks you in like the upper body or the neck or the head or something. And so this dude knocked this other dude out with his peg leg. And then went and got his shoe and then just walked into the night. And so a part of me was like, hey, should I maybe like get involved? Like, you know, if, if it were going to be a fight, but it ended so quickly that I was just a spectator. Right. Well, and then also part then, of you wants to follow the guy with the, the prosthetic leg and be like, hey, tell me your life story. <laughs> yeah. Tell me everything yeah. about you, you, you amazing piece of human. The real Miyagi, you know? That's amazing. And so so then whoever was with this dude came and ran and picked him up and everything and like like got him up and they walked away. But I was also like, where were your friends during this fight? Did they know that was going to happen to you? Because they ran up as soon as you they ran up to clean you up as soon as you fell. 
So they must have also been somewhere watching this fight. Yeah, maybe like the moment before was him being like, I'm going to kick that guy's ass. And they're like, dude, don't. Don't. <laughs> dude, don't. Don't try it. We know who that is. He's like, no, I'm going to do it. No. So that's why they no, just. Because you, you ever see people do that where they're just like, don't do it. Okie doke. And <laughs> you just got to let your friend get knocked out sometimes. Yeah. So there was there was this one time. Um, so this is. I always, I always kind of mess up the story because it's so fuzzy because I was kind of young when it happened. Mm-hmm. I used to take karate okay. when I was really pretty little, like, like still elementary age, everything like that. And I stopped going, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never been so vindicated in a, in a situation of like just quitting something. Right. Because I can't remember why I stopped going. If I wanted to quit or my mom was like... You're still getting beat. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, like I truly helping. don't remember why I stopped. Yeah. Like, I don't think I loved it. I don't think I liked it as much as I would like to do it now. Yeah. So I think as a kid, you can only force a kid to do something for so long before it's like they tried, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love the story so much, but it's got so many fuzzy pieces. So forgive me if I'm a little bad at telling it. There was a there was a guy at my karate school named spencer okay that demanded we call him sensei okay already sounds like a great 80s villain like he sound that sounds full-on cobra kai yeah yeah and i'm pretty sure people called him spensei behind his back see but that's actually a really good nickname too is the thing yeah it would it would have really upset him but yes I know it that's, is. The thing. that's that's how i know he's not cool because he wouldn't have enjoyed a legitimately good nickname yeah, this dude, is, this dude is terrible. And so then there came a day where, you know how most karate schools have either a sort of open-looking window or, like, a lot of glass or something? Through the glass, this guy started watching us practice, right, who seemed, like, homeless or something, seemed like a little, you know, no nowhere to, to go sort of thing, like, just kind of walking down the street Mm -hmm. and he was sort of watching us and every once in a while he'd be like yeah 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 like like almost like doing the moves with us it was kind of cute right and then this guy goes don't worry guys i'll go get rid of him and then even the other karate teacher was like hey you really don't have to like do it he's not doing anything he's not bothered by it and he was like i'll handle it okay So then he goes outside, and <laughs> we can't hear what's happening <laughs> because it's through the glass. But we can see from the motions that he's doing this, like, go-away motion, like this shooing motion, everything. And the the homeless guy has his hands up, like, almost in defense. Like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not bothering anybody. Right. What's your problem sort of thing? Then... <laughs> This dude looks back at us in the in the karate school like it's about to go down, right? <laughs> and he just nods at us and then takes a stance on this dude and then nods at us again. <laughs> and so then you can see the homeless guy is like super offended. He's like he's like what did I do to why would you start fighting, you know, everything. Yeah. And Oh, when Spence you when, first when you were saying this dude, I thought you meant the homeless guy was squaring up. 
No, no. Homeless guy is just like, gotcha. what am I doing? Spen- what am I Spen- doing Spen- wrong? Spencer squares up. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I should, I should keep saying his name. That's, like I said, be patient with me telling this story. But then Spencer squares up, is like, it's about to go down. Homeless dude's like, what did I do? And then Spencer goes to throw like a midsection kick, you know, just like a standard yeah. kick. Homeless dude catches the kick. Mm-hmm. Nobody was expecting that. Right. So now Spitze's eyes are big, our eyes are big, and the homeless dude looks down at the leg that he caught and then looks back up at Spitze, like super offended, just like, you tried to kick me. <laughs> and then he grabs him oh. by his gi and just shakes him. Doesn't even punch him, <laughs> just shakes him. Just shakes this grown man, just like shaking him hard, yeah. right? And you, the only thing we heard from outside, we only heard two things. We heard Spitze go, because <laughs> he's getting shaken so hard. <laughs> yeah. And then, the, and then the dude threw him down. Oh, really? And so we heard him, we heard him get shook, and we heard him plop as he hit the ground. Oh, wow. He come, he gets up because the homeless guy walks away now. He's mad. He gets back up, dusts himself off. He hilariously has. One drop of blood <laughs> from his nose to his gi. <laughs> Just one perfect drop. And then he walks back into class, goes to the middle of the mat and goes, okay. <laughs> and just tries to go back to teaching. <laughs> I mean, I give him credit for that, though. I give him credit to just be like, I guess I got to go back in and do class. <laughs> Because honestly, you don't deserve to teach karate now. Not just because you were willing to attack a stranger, but yeah. because, like, what? Well, yeah. What, what do you, can you teach me that you shouldn't have already just done now? Exactly. And you were in the wrong. That's you should definitely want that fight. The thing they always teach you, too, in those classes is only use it for self defense, not for randomly assaulting people on the street. Yeah. So he, he did all of it wrong. And now it's like, all right, kids, let me show you how to get shook. Now, and this is my thing, is if he had come back, I would have respected him more if he had rolled back up in the class and been like, now see what my mistake was. <laughs> yeah, pretend like it was all a, yeah. yeah. Because again, now who can point out what I did wrong? And just try to do, like, yes, all right. Very good, students. You passed the test. Yeah. Who can point out what I did wrong? You actually should teach the class now. <laughs> This wasn't really a fight, but this is one of the just one of my favorite things I've seen in the wild. And mm-hmm. this is some the setup is some white shit, so just bear with me. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was I was because I was at an all day metal festival. It was the the riot fest in Tinley Park uh, outside mm-hmm. of Chicago uh, in like two thousand eight, and there you know so I can't remember what band was playing, but there was like a mosh pit happening behind mm-hmm. me and there was a guy in there because honestly people don't if you're not like a fan of metal or you only see mosh pits and videos and you like, like those people are crazy actually those are always really nice anytime anyone falls over like everyone stops and helps people up like anytime i've been to like metal shows it's i'm always like oh man these these people are these scary people are very nice uh <laughs> but there was one i was watching this one at this this dude was like sucker punching people Cause like usually when you like kind of mosh and run into people, like you kind of make sure everyone's on board. But this dude was just run up and just yeah. clocking people and like knocking them over, and they didn't see it coming, and they're just falling under like the gravel. And like Jeez. so he so he's just sucker punching these people, and while he's doing that, then 
out of the crowd emerges the largest man I've ever seen in my life. He's he is like six five. I don't know how I didn't see him coming. Like he it was like he appeared. It was like Field of Dreams. Yeah. Like he just walked out. He was just suddenly there. And he lowers his shoulder and smokes this dude, just flattens him. Like the dude's leg leaves like leaves the ground. Like his feet, like he's just totally just upended by the shoulder check. And then this giant man just turns around and walks away and disappears into the crowd. And I never saw him again. And he was just this big, beautiful metalhead angel that's, that's there just to check assholes. And then the dude who got knocked over, he got up and he was, he kind of gave a look like, I deserve that. And, and kind of. So what, what really a fight, but it was just one of my, one of my yeah. favorite things I've just seen out and about. Cause he was, he was massive. Like he was as wide as he was tall. He was just like a bear. One of the biggest, uh-huh. I think he had like a neck tattoo or whatever. And he came just to, yeah. de- just to defend the scrawny weirdos who were getting sucker punched. He showed up. My work here is done. I need to teleport somewhere else. He only entered for that and then left. I don't even think he wanted to stay and watch that band. Yeah. He probably hates the band. <laughs> That's why he was... Because it was in the back. He was just so far back. Uh, I hate yeah. these guys. Ugh, but I have to do my work. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I used to fall for that when I was in high school. There would be bands that had plays off other bands' names and I would I would either click on their music or I'd want to go to their concert or something, and then I would realize it's not the band. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get tricked by like DVDs that are like, oh, this isn't Pacific Rim, it's Atlantic Rim? Were you one of those like the Asylum DVDs? The bro, it wasn't a trick. We, <laughs> I could only I could only afford the bootleg, so oh, I'll gotcha. tell you yeah. exactly what Atlantic Rim is like. <laughs> What else do you want to know? What were some movie titles that that you? What are some of your favorite movies? Some of your, what, what's the the ripoff of them? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they made the ripoff, but I'll tell you if they did. Uh, well, I know. I mean, my first one came out was Armageddon, but like Hollywood made ripoffs of that. But yeah, yeah. But I'm sure there's like the, the straight DVD was like Rock Mageddon or something. <laughs> Core Mageddon. Yeah. <laughs> Leg Mageddon. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones because I would do. Oh, growing up, I watched so many bootlegs. I, I, I had and watched so many bootlegs, not just of movies, but of comics, because when I would go to the comic book store, I only had so much money. So then in my mind at the time, as, as like, you know, a kid, it made more sense to me to use my allowance that i had on as many comics as possible as opposed Mm -hmm. to a really good one single issue comic yeah and so i remember i went to a comic book store one time and i had 30 bucks and i just thought i was the king because there was a dollar comic section it's like maybe 10 i mean yeah so already 30 bucks is gonna make you feel like a big deal and then then 30 bucks Oh, keep going. Sorry. I was gonna say, and then you just said there was a dollar comic section. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good feeling. Remember back when thirty dollars felt good? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it still feels oh. good, honestly. But yeah, it still feels great. I I'll tell you though, I roll up in there, and I'm you can't tell me anything, okay? <laughs> 
And thirty dollars, thirty dollars. You put it is down actually, the, the counter. You're like, I'll buy the store. Thank you. Yeah, like thirty dollars is actually enough that I could have got a handful of good comics. Good comics, yeah. And instead, I I did the amateur move of getting thirty two. One dollar comics because I bought so many one dollar comics that there were two left in the box, and the guy was like, "Just take the box home." Oh, that's and so good. now I at least had something to carry it in, right? But when I got home, I realized like I I had messed up so much. I really had. I had these comics. I don't even. I think they got canceled like bad TV shows. Like I don't even think they got yeah. that many issues out. So I'm reading like Skunk Man and like okay. Wizard World yeah. and all all these terrible things. And then one of them was such a knockoff. I'm surprised Marvel didn't sue them because I essentially read versions of like Spider Man and Green Lantern and stuff like that. Right. I mean Green Lantern's DC, but I read versions of these comics that were so knockoff but so yeah. blatantly stolen. It's the blue lamp. Yeah, it it was so bad. Can I tell you? That used to be the prime roast of elementary and junior high is a kid would buy the Animorphs book. Cause remember with the Animorphs book, you could flip through the pages really fast and you'd see the the kid turn into the animal. Mm-hmm. And they would flip through the Animorphs book when someone was about like half formed and they'd be like, This you. <laughs> that is a really good burn, yeah. And I was like, I remember the first time I saw it, like the thousandth time it was a bit old, but every time a book would come out, they'd be like, flip through, flip through, flip through, this you. <laughs> there were definitely Animorph ripoffs too. I remember seeing those. There were Animorph riffoffs. Mammal Shift or something. I don't know. (laughs) Mammal Shift. (laughs) I would have loved to see a version of the Animorphs growing up that addressed the actual issue. Like the kid would be in mid-morphing and like turning from a kid to a butterfly or something. Mm -hmm. And the whole whole process, he's like, this hurts. This hurts. Oh, my yeah. God, because you hear bones cracking. Yeah, and then Tobias said, ah! <laughs> and it's just that for, like, half the page, just all caps A's. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, we're, I'm thinking maybe we should end it. What yeah, do you think? I mean, we're clearly out of shit to talk about. We're on Animorphs now. I like. I almost want to end the episode like one of those old black dudes. Like, let me let me tell you what's gonna happen, Logan. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what what what, what what's gonna happen. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and end the episode. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then you and I are gonna have a conversation. Oh. Okay. Well, what? We have to talk. What we we have to talk outside. Oh. Uh, why did I do something wrong? Or I mean, don't act like you don't know what you did when you did it. <laughs> all right. Well, this is clearly gonna be a whole thing. So, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you got you want to get a hold of us at all, uh, we're at Josh Johnson Show at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send us stuff there, uh, um, we're on social media. I don't, Josh, do you want to say, or you, you want to calm down enough to say what your social media handles are? Don't tell me to calm down. All right. You know, I think we're just going to end it here then. All right. Thank no, you. No, 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 no. Don't end it yet. Don't end it yet. Oh, All right. I still got my stuff to say. Uh, okay. I tried to, I was literally trying to tee you up to say it and you got mad at me. No, now you want to get smart. All right. That's another thing that they do. They tell you <laughs> you're getting smart. When they've clearly made a mistake, right? Yeah. right? When they clearly mess something up and you're like, sir, that's not how it's spelled. Oh, now you want to be smart. Yeah. All right. 
Cincinnati. You can follow me on Instagram at Josh Johnson Comedy, on Twitter at Josh Johnson, on Facebook at Josh J Comedy. And please continue to leave reviews and share the podcast if you enjoy it. And just keep it a secret if you don't. We're still working very hard to get ourselves up. So we don't need any hate, okay? I'm I'm a fragile person. Please. <laughs> yeah. <I'll> be- <laughs> That's a very fra- yeah, very uh, needy ask. Like, please leave us really good reviews, and if you don't want to, just forget we exist. Just yeah, <laughs> delete just delete the podcast app from your phone. Guys, I know what I'm like. All right, I don't need I don't need you to remind me because that's all a review really is. All a bad review really is is someone being like, listen, you are the way you are, and I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Josh Johnson's show. Thank you so much for Logan Nielsen for being here. And we'll catch you next time. Live forever.